0: It's time to start unpacking with a brand new episode of the B Word Unpacked, hosted by the ladies of Good Stock Consulting, Kelly Kim and Ebony.
1: Hey there, B-Pack. Welcome back to the B Word Unpacked with the friends in your head, Eb, Kelly, and Kim. And we mentioned, this is crazy, but we mentioned Good Stock all the time. All the time but weirdly we don't really talk a lot about the business of good stock and it's probably because we started this podcast so that we can have an outlet from the business of good stock and so that Indeed. you guys can see exactly who we are outside of the business of good stock but it's probably time to bring y'all into the fold okay like the day-to-day guts of what we do and what we've done just to build this company although It seems like we built it overnight. We really didn't. And whenever we, we did not. And whenever we have the opportunity to get in front of people, especially other Black women, what are they asking us, y'all? What are they asking?
0: How did you start your company? How do you do what you do?
1: How did you do it? I'm so inspired. Where do I start? Me and my girlfriends are thinking about doing this. And we're like, yes, girl, do that, girl. Do Do it. Okay, so friends, buckle up because we are about to spill all of the tea on how we built Goodstock Consulting LLC. Ah, I almost rhymed. I almost rhymed. You did. Right. Yes, I did. So, yeah, we started building Goodstock honestly in 2017, November 2017, to be exact. I lured these women like a stalker over to my home. I didn't even really know Kelly like that, I just knew her from like business meetings, like, mm-hmm. but, but her fly, her fly was so strong. It was undeniable. And I was like, surely, surely she'll want to be my friend. <laughs> right. And so- we talk about Juki all the time. So Ab was here. And I really hadn't even been that social with Ab because oh. Juki is still my best friend, not Ab. But I was like, I'm going to invite a bunch of women that I admire to my home and let's just see what shakes out. But yep. I knew I knew that I wanted to do something bigger with these women, but I couldn't tell them that I'd, it would have been weird, right? It was still weird. It, it, it was still was, weird.
2: It was <laughs> interesting. It was interesting. I, I, I was well, like, yeah, honestly, I what, what, y'all what were y'all thinking? What were y'all thinking? I was just like, okay, she, she got me out of her house. Okay, cool. All right, cool. I'm going to walk in and I didn't know what to expect, there were like people that I had zero clue who they were. And you know, same. And I was like, you know, because I'm an introvert. So what I did was I went and grabbed my little, um, little snacks that she had out.
0: Cause she's That's right. And it's like a Martha Southern hostess. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh-huh. With the uh-huh. hostess. I grabbed my little plate. And I went over to a little, um, the chair and I sat down and I did not move all night. I'm not yet. <laughs> I'm an introvert. <laughs> Let me stay in this space. And I'm gonna look and see if anybody else knows anyone else. And I've had a feeling that no, they no. No, each other either. I knew one other
0: person there who also worked at the hospital at the time with Kim, um, who, as y'all can see, she ain't here right now. So this is what shook out in the wash. There was, I think, five or six of us at the first oh, no. meeting. Yeah, it
2: was about six. Before we start seven naming names and playing this not- this They might be, they might be listening. And I don't no. want to know. That's, no, that's so respectful. the com- it is
1: respectful because the compliment is that. I thought of you to invite you to the meeting. So that meant that something Absolutely. about you,
0: I thought, could hang. But they didn't get a rose. No, it's not about them getting the rose. Either okay. of the two. It was two other ladies. The two other ladies said, look, where we are right now, one, I believe, was about to move. Yeah. And the other one just had too much on her plate. And so I can honestly respect them being like, no, now is not the time. Yeah. They said now I, is not the time. They <laughs> did. And I really respected that because... I didn't
1: even know what I was trying to do. I really was just kind of doing what Kim does, jumping into eight feet or jumping into plane and building it while I fly. And so not everybody's built for that kind of lifestyle. And, <laughs> and it, it, it took some work, but I hadn't even really thought about being an entrepreneur. And I wanted to know if you guys had ever had an idea of starting a business. Is that—is that something that y'all were even thinking
2: about? Oh yeah. Well, well, y'all know I, I stay with it. Okay. With the, okay. I mean, I, I had my little book I wrote. I had my little clothing line. I had. <laughs> um, what else did I do? I mean, I've always had this um, desire to have a company that runs itself but now did I think of organizing these efforts no because you remember I I was going to talk at churches Mm -hmm. schools um grandmama's houses Mm -hmm. um everywhere for for we was on the circuit for free on the circuit (laughs) if if y'all
0: remember I was like we ain't doing this for free exactly (laughs) Kelly was like no no no, I felt
1: like Kelly was probably the most (laughs) business-minded
2: That I was, was like, at well, the meeting. I was like, we can still do this for free. We can be a non-profit. <laughs> Never be going to the churches. And Kelly was like, no, ma'am. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. Paperwork. It's going to be formal. I'm like, oh, we got paperwork. Yeah. Right. Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes. ma'am. Listen.
1: All right. <laughs> Listen, so, well, shout out to Costco for them treats and snacks because clearly, clearly it did something for y'all and moved y'all in the right direction. And honestly, y'all, I probably would have never considered entrepreneurship had I not hit what felt like a glass ceiling in my career and in my job. There was really no path up for me in the role that I was in. And I was just tired of trying to advocate for myself with people who... I felt like truly didn't, did not, could not, chose not to see my full worth or my future. Like it just wasn't in their purview. And I knew I was serious when senior leadership asked me, they were like, so where do you see yourself in this organization in five years? And I said, not here. Not here. Stop. I stop." I stop. Yep. Not here was my response, and they both gave me a wide eye like, "Excuse me," uh-huh. and I was like, "Oh shit, I better back this up." Too honest, right? Yeah. right, right? Too
2: <laughs> honest. Right? How do I, do I massage mean? this, but so this is not my massage. I got <laughs> my two weeks' notice. I. I still, let me back up. I still I do need benefits.
1: Yes, yes, yes. But clearly, like, clearly I was in a no Fs kind of day. And so before y'all hit y'all no Fs kind of day, let's unpack the details of this consulting thing and entrepreneurship. Maybe we can help another sister out. Let's hop into the B-side. Welcome to the B-side. Entrepreneurship can be a scary feat for most. Roughly 50% of new businesses fail within the first five years because they really have, you really have to lay a lot of groundwork, sweat, and tears to build the type of business that will be successful and sustainable. And unfortunately, there are not enough self help books, manuals, webinars, or mentors that can help. But COVID gave many of us the opportunity to really sit on the notion of entrepreneurship. You finally had enough time to sit alone with your thoughts and really cultivate who you are, what it means to work, how how work works with your lifestyle and how you see yourself in the future. If you are a person who's ambitious, or really business minded. In fact, the increase in applications for new businesses in the U.S. hit a 13 year high, according to the U.S. Census Bureau from the Wall Street Journal. Applications increased, like I said, as a result of COVID, because it's forced small businesses across the country to close their doors, both in person and virtually. So while Goodstock started before the pandemic, 2020 really did give us a boost in our effort and revenue. Hello, come to coins. Hello. Yeah. So that that I'm not sure that we were expecting. So I wanna take some time to interview my partners to really uncover and discover why we started Goodstock, what's working well with Goodstock, and how we make y'all all this shit works. Cause it
0: is a mm-hmm. lot of shit. It's a lift.
2: We're we gonna, gonna interview you too though, right? Yeah, what's you gotta that? be
0: answering these questions too.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, ch- I'll, I'll chime in when
0: necessary. Uh, but, all right, Gail. All right, but, Gail.
1: Right, right. Do you see my Gail hair? I even got my do, Gail hair today. You do, you're rocking it. And
0: a big chunky necklace, Gail. And love a, a chunky. Okay. I was inspired
1: by her this morning. Okay. Right. okay. So tell me, tell me ladies, what has gotten you most excited about Goodstock? We're running on, what, 2021? We started this in 2018 mm-hmm. Yeah, incorporated in 2018. Thanks. What
0: gets you still so excited about Goodstock? what what gets my juices flowing in terms of good stock is the fact that we've been able to grow the company since 2018 y'all we have national um clients we have international clients major corporations and this is from us not doing active prospecting the -hmm. fact that every single client that we have is somebody who has come to us the Mm -hmm. fact that we have not yet past our net, and we're already working in five states, Yeah, that really speaks to just the relationships that we've been able to form professionally. Um, you know, I'm gonna shine some shine how we present um, on camera, how we present to people in general like folks are compelled. And so to think that each of us has brought clients to the table, but not actively sought out these clients, y'all, Honestly, my heart is it's beating right now when I think about like, what's it gonna look like when we actively start pursuing clients oh, yeah. because they've been pursuing us, y'all. And right. we have had such great success. Again, being two years old, our company works in five states. Yeah. I'm proud
2: of that. I'm That's- proud of it. I'm proud of it. What about you, Ev? I think what I'm most excited about is that we, we've stayed true to mission. We said from the very beginning, even though we initially we we had some very different viewpoints on how good stocks should look and function, mm-hmm. but we all agreed that we wanted to mm-hmm. stay true to community voice, and that's what I'm most proud of. Regardless if we're working with with Pfizer or St. Jude or you know Virginia Department of Health, South Carolina, you know regardless of who the client is, we still always say, let's get back to what are people actually saying? And we stay true to form It's um, I don't care who's in the meeting. Um, we're not, I always say we're not married to a, to a project. We're married to people. Mm-hmm. So if, if telling the client, well, this kind of, this sounds racist. Um, then we can say, this sounds racist, yeah. and, um, and we're going to move on with it. And I think that's what excites me the most because you hear you hear about other people where they get into certain positions, they they conform to that spot in order to make sure they can keep that spot. But um, but we literally say we don't listen. We we got this spot because we did not conform. Um, so you know you're gonna you're gonna hear everything. I don't change my language regardless if I'm in front of you know you know my family. Or in front of the the CEO talking talking about vaccines. I mean, it is what it is. And so that's what I think I'm most excited about is that regardless of where you see us, you're going to see the same people every single time. Very true.
1: Eb, I, I That authenticity, I think that's what keeps people coming back to us. It's not even a consistency. It's the authenticity. If you guys ever see our logo, we have these three um, African logos on the top. There you go. Ebb's wearing our shirt. Hello. Yep. And they have, they have meaning behind it. Like we were so intentional and We are so intentional about how we present ourselves down to our name. So our name comes from Kelly's grandma, and we could all connect to that story. But the symbols itself, they stand for leadership, ingenuity, and loyalty. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. And I
1: feel like we exude that with every opportunity that we're presented. And we operate at a level of excellence that no one has to ask from us. It's just kind of what we Want to do, but what I'm most proud of is our um, determination to stick together.
2: Yeah,
0: building
1: a business
0: with
2: others, it's-
1: equal partners, is hard.
0: And type, I rem- type A personalities. Type A
1: personalities is so hard. And so yeah. I'm usually I'm the win, right? So I'm usually the y'all. We're married. Ego. we go. We are know- married. <laughs>
2: You, you know what, podcast is this whole Earth, Wind, Fire thing. I just
1: listen. Want to say that we listen. Titles. We are married. We our social security numbers are tied to documents. So in They're my linked. mind, we are in relationship. So I don't care yeah. if you don't like me right now. You are gonna like me in a minute because we got mm-hmm. work to do. Mm-hmm. And and the fact that we push through the storms in order to get to the good times, and we built such a, a respectful, professional yet. Um, Sisterhood—that I feel like we we truly do care and love each other, and we're building something that we're building a company that we would want to work at, yep. and we would want our kids to work at. So, yep.
2: oh, that's what. Oh, can I say yeah. another most excited? Thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm also most excited about the fact that we, when you say other people want to work at, we literally have. How do you say it? Um, Hired have- folks. Right. Well, but we first got our first um, intern because we were broke, broke. And I just yes. want to know that book, busy and broke was what we were yeah. <laughs> In the beginning. Super broke. To the point yep. literally we had to give we had to invest in ourselves and say oh, hello write like, checks dollars yep. to get to make sure we can pay this mail check, business uh, cards yes. website to keep the and, lights on yeah uh, do we need business cards we really need it because right you print that off at your job <laughs> right we ain't got no money for that so um but we had jocelyn who is amazing oh, so who got, i swear guys sent us um jocelyn and she was like, "I do this for 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 free." Um, actually, it cost us something because she had to drive to places. I mean, like, and so and now to think that, and then we now we have Shashini, who is yeah. um, mm-hmm. a medical student at the University of Virginia, that heard one of my my talks, wrote wrote an article after the presentation, sent it to me, and said, "I just want you to know this is what I thought about your presentation." And I was like, "Okay." I feel like I'm not prepared for this conversation. <laughs> um, yeah, Sashina so came with the heat. Sashina so came heat. from
0: Oxford and getting, you know, MPH she like, from Oxford and uh, medical NP And PhD. I mean, the girl just came with the heat. And I mean, to Ebony's point, too, yeah. not only are we, uh, you know, bringing on this whole new generation of young public health leaders, but for me, it's also been super gratifying to be able to put into position of subcontractors, right. individuals who I used to look to as a mentor. Yes. I know we've brought on Dr. Foster, who mm-hmm. mentored me. Yes. And I'm like, damn, I can stroke him a check now. Ha. That feels really good. Really you does. know, that, that feels really good. You yes. know, it just, it feels like the circle is complete, like, cause he certainly poured into me mm-hmm. and it's nice to be able to, to give well, back I to did. those. Yes.
2: That, that again, goes back to that notion of we stay true to who we said we were going to be from the very beginning. And what we said from the very beginning was we want to make sure we keep our ear to the ground and actually mm-hmm. be the voice and not, not an echo chamber for what we want to hear, but truly what are people saying? And that's where the podcast kind of comes from too. So when we say, ask us questions, we actually do mean that, mm-hmm. um, but also we said that when we get a seat at the table, we're going to bring a bench. That was, yep. that was him saying. Yep. And what we've done is we really tried to, every time we hear about someone else doing it, because what I always hate is when, when people get to a certain position, they feel like I can't invite anyone else to the table. Cause I don't want right. to, I don't, I don't, I might lose my spot as mm-hmm. if there's only one spot to have. Insecurities. Insecurity. But I always say, when you see me, you see us hmm. and, Sometimes people get mad because I will give your phone number out randomly. (laughs) Uh, If I hear about an opportunity, it's like, oh, and my girl and my boy and we all coming through because there is space for all of us. Um, it, it doesn't, have it's not a quota of saying oh, oh, only one black voice at this table. Exactly. Wow. Let's go. And, um, and so, yeah, so I, I very much appreciate that about
1: us. And we really do ourselves a detriment when we try to remain the only black or brown voice at the table. It, mm-hmm. It's too much for you to bear. Can I tell a funny story, though, about how broke we were? Okay. We were so broke. We were so broke. And Jocelyn must have been able to feel how broke we were. <laughs> we had to travel to a up in Raleigh, that girl brought soup. The child brought she her brought own soup. Food, Jesus. She had
0: she gumbo in her oh. in a Tupperware. I was she, I like, was "Jocelyn, like, we can feed you." I was she like, no, we, gonna dinner we dinner. were gonna buy you dinners. We no, were gonna buy you."
2: Ah, Jocelyn,
1: you knew hey, we all gonna sleep in the same room. Don't get it twisted. So you better <laughs> yeah. slide we over because we about to get
2: hotel real close. Room. We ain't had no expense account. <laughs> and because, we ain't have you no know. credit card. None. None. We didn't know how to believe in ourselves. I remember the first contract that we had, um, a one of the first at least. Um, this is when I actually just now moved to Virginia and South Carolina First Steps. You remember that, Kim? Yeah, wanted um, a presentation. And Kim wrote the contract, it was supposed to be me and Kim going down to Columbia, South Carolina to give this presentation. And Kim wrote a contract, I think, for like $500 or something. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I am coming from virginia okay this is oh two states up okay i have to drive i have to fly down to virginia yeah. get a hotel room okay mm-hmm. because this i was like the- you can stay with me friend we don't need that we can't afford a was, hotel room so i was like look I, I was like kim i'm gonna have to write a back kim, and you know okay maybe this i am a fire sign on this one part i was like kim i'm gonna have to write a back because we got to know our words and yeah. if like, the the talk You know, I'm very passionate about this, but we can't go broke, broke, broke. We already broke.
0: We were so broke. You know,
2: Ebony, speaking of that,
0: you you make a really, really great point. So one of our first big clients that we landed, I'm not going to say who the client was, but um, it's a major life science corporation. I submit a bid for the work. I've never submitted an estimate to a major life science corporation, Mm -hmm. the woman. And see, this is how, you know, that one, there are good people. You got to just there are good people in the world who want to see you succeed. This woman hit me back and was like, "Um, you've clearly never submit one of these before. (laughs) Um, I'm going to need you to double the number that you have there at least and think about that in the future when you submit these kind of bids. And ain't got good. And and ain't got good. And didn't we not just double but then add an extra, you know, 15% on top of the double and still got the contract and I guess, and guess what? We could have tripled. You know, like at this point, I think we know that you got to bid like a white boy. You bid like a white boy. Like a mediocre white boy. Like a mediocre ass white boy. And just... just just be overconfident because nine times out of 10 y'all they've given us that and can i add a can i add a qualifier on
1: that because that was a white woman who turned us us around and gave us that opportunity and that education and so i don't want black and brown people to feel like only black and brown people looking out for us there are so many allies and advocates in this world who want to see us succeed and you have to allow space and lean into that, especially when it's available to you. Oh,
2: there've yeah, been,
1: absolutely. There have
2: been several allies along the way. that many. I, I mean, because honestly, and that's what I think people need to recognize, not to be afraid to have those conversations because there have been so many times where I, you know, get a little rah-rah, talk about racial health disparities and um, systemic racism. And I'm thinking like, oh, for sure, this person is never going to want to talk to me again. And next thing you know, it's like, Ebony, your group, we, we want to put you in contact with Virginia Department of Health. I mean, like you get so many random, um, you, you never know what your conversation will lead to. So have those conversations be authentically true to what you believe in, yes. spe- speaking that truth. And then just go for it. But what what other um, pointers can we give? Mistakes we made along the way too. So so can you can you not can you allow me to be the Gail? All right, Gail. Can you allow me to
1: be Gail? That's all I'm asking. I just wanted you to breathe so I could jump to my next question. Please Please do it. Can I be Gail? Okay, give it it. to (laughs) me. All right. So tell me, ladies, what has been the most challenging thing about our work—the actual product and
0: the business building? What What do you think has been the most challenging? To the business building side, because I feel like that's been... Most closely aligned with some of my responsibilities within the organization. I mean, the fact that none of us come from a true business background, although we all have management experience and have you know run nonprofit organizations or you know run you know staff within hospital systems, that doesn't mean you know how to run a business. And when I'm talking y'all, tax codes, huh. LLC versus S core versus okay. your uh, your tax you positive and Kelly you negative and you made too much and she uh, made too little and woo, so the,
2: the shout, thing out is, shout, shout out to, to, to our accountant Greg who
0: we had to bring on board because we recognized and, and this is a COVID blessing truly the business grew to the point where we could not maintain everything right. and not not go to jail because we Correct. didn't know what we was doing and I'm um, good so, in orange but not jail orange. not
2: not jail I not I'm orange. And it brings out the yellow <laughs> It's not work for me, so. So yeah, I mean, yeah. my perspective, just some of
0: those operational pieces that I think surely we can um, we can coast through, but you can yeah. only coast but through so much until you coast up jail. into some problems. So I'd say that's been an education, but it's also been. It, from my perspective, great to see how we've been able to rise to those challenges. We, When we hit them, we meet it and we keep it humping. So yeah. that to me has been kind of, that's been a challenge because it's yeah. not natural to any of us, I'd say. I would agree, my friend. What about you, Eb?
2: Um, I would say the greatest challenge is Kelly definitely manned the business.
1: Operations,
2: um I would say the biggest challenge for me has been balancing time because there's a lot of things that we do that aren't um, aren't billable for clients per se
1: yeah mm-hmm.
2: and so how do you manage that so um so in act, and i think this is a beauty too when people are thinking about how they're going to structure their company you need to think about hiring people that's your weaknesses are your your part yep. be your yes. weakness, right so my weakness is definitely business management i don't mm-hmm. ask me about don't ask me about it okay kelly you go, go i'm gonna step up. up i'm gonna
0: do what i can do i right? am yeah. gonna uh, do what i can do
2: um and 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 to create something.
0: and my weakness is social media. So <laughs> right. who leans in? Who Come leans right in? And, and that's the
2: thing though. It's so like it's like um, so I'm real big on social media. Everybody know that. Um, real big on social media and, and even um, you know, national presence talking on on shows and town hall mm-hmm. conversation, um, that comes really easily for me, but it's very time consuming. Mm-hmm. But and that's where it's good to have a partner that you can, you can say, hey, I don't know this piece. Like, for instance, the other day when um, George Floyd, um, the Chauvin case trial came out and people were talking about how Chauvin is now guilty. And there was this one um, interview where a white man was asking, or they asked him, how does he feel about it? And he said he was out protesting to show support for black and brown people, but he just didn't know how he as a white man could show support. And I was like, oh, we need to create a framework for white allies who are just new in this space and trying to figure out
0: what to do. What do I do?
2: So I hopped on our little thread between the three of us and I was like, y'all, we need to do this. And then Kim was like, we need to do like an ABC or uh, one, two, three. I was like, ooh, ABC. ABC. So Kim came back with A equals this, B equals this, C equals this. She was like, What, but what is D? I was like, donate. And then I was like, but we need an E because we need to educate. And I was like, actually, we need to flip that on in because they need to educate themselves first and then work backwards. And literally within what was that, five minutes?
0: Yeah,
2: we created this um, It was lightning fast. E D C B A. But that's the thing where you, have, where you have three people that we've been together now so long that we can really. Finish each other's thoughts. And we also know where I'm weak in this. I know you're going to be able to have that piece that's missing. So let's go. And that's. Because I came in and I was like, "Uh, trademark. Uh, (laughs)
0: Protect that. Here we go. Here we go. Why are you giving it away? Why are you giving it away? Like, like, "Where's the logo? Where is the logo? Where's the logo? Where's the
2: price? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I already pulled up. My bad, Kelly. That's the thing because we. You don't want to get somebody that thinks just like you does. Right. Yep. We, Our yes man. Yep. Don't you need no I, yes man? Honestly, I think that's the reason why we're so efficient because we can just we it's not um it's not work in certain ways because it comes easier for you to do your piece. Yeah. You know I mean? It's it's almost as if so. I
1: know that when we present an idea, you yeah. don't have to worry about will you like it if I say will you like. No, it's about, this is good stock. We are good stock. We are equal partners in good stock. This is the time that let's get to the work. I mm-hmm. often have to backtrack and say, am I too much of a taskmaster when I'm outside of good stock? Cause I'm used to working with these type A's that when we hop on the call, if it's about the task, it's about the task. Let's do let's it. Let's hit go. Let's, hit let's go. do
0: it. Right. You know, some people you gotta talk about the weather first. Yeah. yeah. One quick thing I want to kind of draw out that Ebony was touching on is just all of the work when you first start your business. The sweat equity piece, y'all, is real. So just be prepared for it. You know, just be prepared for the reality that, you know, that first year, them first couple years, you're not really paying yourself to the extent that you think you're going to be paying yourself because at the end of the day, you're putting it back in the business. You know, you, you got to reinvest back into the company. And so that's just one thing that I think we knew. Of course, you know that. But once you're doing it and living it, you're like, oh, damn. Right, so I don't 40 get hours, but don't get a check. <laughs> <Yes>. I, <am. laughs> yes.
1: I would say, though, can I say that the most challenging, we talked about building the business, but of the actual product of a EDI firm, we've morphed into an EDI firm. It's as Black women managing the stress of EDI work. So, yeah. how do you the emotional and psychological toll of talking about racism and implicit bias and discrimination and microaggressions all day, every day, can take a serious emotional toll on anybody. Oh, and and so finding ways to really balance that and keep yourself sane,
2: I'll for tell lack you of a better happened, word. Um, yeah, what happened at? I'm not even gonna say where at at work. Yeah, no, let me tell y'all what happened at work.
1: What happened at work, girl?
2: So they wrote me an email. Um, somebody I won't mention the person's name, but they Please wrote and asked me if I, right? Like, because you know I don't. <laughs> okay, they wrote and asked if I um, could lead this DEI work um, for the department. Oh. And um, no. and they wanted you know about four or five lectures, and they and they said I can invite other people to come and talk. Mm-hmm. And I took the time when when I got the email, I was like, let me just think on this because. What I do appreciate is that we are so busy, um, but we've also allowed ourselves to grow in time. I think we've matured a lot of where I wanna see first does it feed me? And and do I have the capacity to continue to do it? Because I'm not gonna do it if it's not gonna be my best. Anyway, so um, I did respond back, and a couple days later, I got another email saying, Hey, uh, I've noticed probably got lost in your email box, uh, inbox, but would you consider leading this? And I said, You know, I want to say yes, but my body, my body is telling me no. I was like, this past year has been a lot and I've lost many family members and, um, you know, talking about COVID and black and brown people that yes. brutality. I was like, emotionally, it's a cost to that. And I was like, honestly, I did so much of that last year. I kind of want to take this year to just concentrate on me a little bit and just, you know, take, take a little, little step back. And I was like, if this feeling passes, I'll definitely get back in touch and I will maybe even give a lecture or two. But right now, I just have to say no. Ladies and gentlemen, let me pause for a hand clap. Hello. Hello. hello, that's gross. You know, that is gross yes. for Dr. That's Ebony
1: like, Jade Hilton. Yes, yes. I
2: usually say yes yes, yes, yes,
1: yes,
2: yes, yes, yes. Right, that's the moment. That week, I was like that week, I was like this is heavy um, mm-hmm. and I just need, I need to go and see my family. Like I need mm-hmm. to just not and not feel guilty about it. Not feel guilty and not and lean up
0: into racism. it. Not
2: mm-hmm. talk about race. I don't want to, I don't want to be consumed by racism right now. You can't do
0: want.
2: it. Yeah. So fast forward y'all. So I'm walking down the hallway at the hospital, minding my own business, actually going to go take care of some work, some patience. And I passed by a certain person. And um, and she was like, hey, Abney. And I was like, hey. She was like, uh, can I talk to you for a second? I was like, oh, yeah. So, you know, I pull up into the little, little hallway. And she was like, "Um, I got your email. I was like, okay. And she was like, and I had to say, you know, I'm disappointed. Oh, immediately. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. When, when y'all say fire sign, in that moment, it went from zero to, to a motherfucking hundred. I was like. I looked, I turned and looked at her and I said, you know what? Stay right there. Cause I had to go again. I was in the, in the middle of going to get medication for my patient. Okay. So I went to the pharmacy, got the little medication. I needed, took it to where I needed to come and I get back and she's still standing there. That was her first mistake because she didn't grow up with a black mama because she, I gave her that look that she should have, she should have ran. She should have known. You
0: should know better.
2: I get it. I said, first of all, I just want you to know that when a black person tells you in an email that they don't have the emotional capacity to talk about racism anymore, when they tell you that there's a cost to talking about black and brown people dying every day, you just showed your racism and actually your privilege of thinking you're entitled to having me teaching that you're on me. You don't own yeah. me. Listen. Yeah. You know, I was like, i was like, I say, like, like, you want to know what I'm disappointed in? I'm disappointed in the fact that I'm the only black person still working in this department. Hmm. That's what I'm disappointed in. Hmm. What I'm disappointed in is I got to sit here and, and teach white people how not to be racist after the generation and generation and generation. That's what I'm disappointed in. I said, like, but I want you to know that if you ever, ever have a position that you want me to feel, know that the answer is no. There you go.
0: Drop my. The answer, the answer
2: is no. Drop my. Car and stop. I was, I was like, how? So, yes.
0: Yeah, because but it's how, always but assumed. It's always yes, assumed that the Black person, do. the capable Black person on the team is going to be the one who's going to champion yes. the EDI efforts. And we're not going to give them the support that they need. And more importantly, we're not going to pay them for their time. Yes. We're not going to pay them for their knowledge or their expertise. But, oh, gosh, we're going to appoint them to be on the lead like, of the with, and with that's work, work. With it's zero, work
2: I'm, when you say on top, top of, of my work, work on top on top, on of, my top, top of my work we say zero resources last year alone yes. i gave 10. y'all know it we we what a, i presented at um what Duke, everywhere Penn, pit um utmb washington uva like Friend, you don't minutes. even have to explain Girl. you could have presented nowhere and then just say, say no. i'm tired but point this, blank period but the point being though is With even with all that, it was like it was never enough, and that's what Mm -hmm. Black people feel like we feel. No matter what we do and how much we give, it is never enough. We're always expected to give our body at the at the expense of our happiness and joy for the greater good of correct. You want me to do correct, and then and like you said, there is zero resources being paid into this. Y'all haven't given me a day. To be oh. able to develop these lectures, you haven't given me any money. To, a to, budget. Uh, that I work a budget. And for a lot of folk out there, the training, because just
0: because I'm black doesn't mean I know how to train a team <sighs> on how to navigate race <sighs>
1: issues.
2: <sighs> <sighs> I have but Kelly, can I add to that? I'm not a facilitator. Uh, you know, I right? know
0: I am a
1: facilitator, I am a trainer, but you also know that I do this as a consultant.
2: Exactly.
0: Exactly.
2: But the fact that, and like I told her, Pay me. Thank God. I mm-hmm. was like, thank God I am emotionally sound and stable enough because of you. And the reason why, I, and I told you, I was like, the reason why I'm letting this all out is because, Lord forbid, I wasn't. If I was in any way feeling suicidal or, or or what have you, and you go to someone and say, right now I need space, and the first words out of your mouth is, I'm, I'm, disappointed. Just, I'm
0: disappointed.
2: So you picked the right one. You picked the right one a day because you the right because I got time. I got time. time. You gonna get all this
1: Harriet Tubman in this <laughs> house. <thing. laughs> so tell me, okay, so lady, so tell me, how do you know when you're burnt out? Speaking of great segue, how do you know when you're burnt out? How do you know when you're not balancing all the things? Because we all hold multiple roles,
0: oh,
2: yeah.
1: multiple full time strenuous roles. Mm-hmm.
2: I honestly, don't know if I honestly don't know if. Black people know what burnout is.
0: Do we have the? Do we have? Is it a privilege to be burnt out? It's a privilege to be burnt it's out. It's a luxury. It is. Well, I'm. A, I, I will say I know what it means to be burnt out, and I course correct it because I felt like if I didn't, I was gonna crash and burn. Yeah, Kelly, so, you're, you're you're a role model.
2: I had she also to y'all. grew up in Germany, though. She grew up in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> he uses words like "what was that word?" you. <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, I just want to put that out there. <laughs> why, why why she trying to play me out? Why she try to, but truly though, I feel like I, I, you get to a point where you're like, if I don't stop and if I don't invest in the things that are most important, which for me had to be family and like put down, I start to put down very hard boundaries, like, and I wasn't budging on them boundaries. Like, Nope, this is my day. Nope, this is my time. I knew I was going to crash and burn if I didn't do it. And so I kind of feel, and I, to be honest, that wouldn't have been me five years ago. Right. Full stop. That wouldn't have been me at 39. That certainly would have, wouldn't would have been me at 34. Like, I think that it's taken some years to be like, oh, shit. What click? <laughs> well, I think it's the combination of my mother's passing. The Mm. fact that I'm over 40 and that that life I'm at the middle, you know, and I want to enjoy what's left. I want to lean into the goodness that I know I can do professionally. But I can't be stressed. Pardon listeners the fuck out all Mm -hmm. the time. And so I am proud that I have learned to recognize when I am burnt out. But y'all know, I mean, we all have our ways that we function when we when we burnt out. Kim gets snippy. Ev gets a little wilding Ooh, out. I crazy. Kelly, I can't Kelly, Kelly shuts
2: down. Kelly
0: did. fall off a group text for two weeks straight. Like we all have our little, you know, we have our ways have, of coping. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yep. Um, I mean, truly, I'm a razzle dazzle with an email. or something.
1: I know I get snippy. I get snippy with everybody around me. I get because I. I treat this stock like it's my baby, yeah. but I got so many babies. You got you so know many I mean? babies. I got so many babies and I do get snippy. I do get I snippy. Know, I, I, I
2: check know. out. I know. I, I shut I know. down. All of my little Irish background, 38%. Uh, that comes out. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's when I feel like, I feel like it, I get really um, excited when the recognition is, I call it manic. Agitated. I call it manic. Agitated. It's, yeah, it's borderline. It's borderline. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, because honestly, in that moment, I'm just like, "How dare you?" Again, because black people, we we have done so much that is unpaid. It for you know, I mean, it's it's continued on the generations, and so it was. It really was one of those. Um, when I feel like I'm getting burnt out, is when I no longer feel the joy in wanting to do that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Because my passion is is there right um so if if i'm not happy about it that means that something else is is taking priority and it's probably some bs so uh, i need to just recenter and yeah. the one
0: thing i'll share um to the listeners out there is that one thing i do think All of us do well because we all, and y'all, if if you've been following us for a while, you know how much we love our families and we love our sisters and we love our girlfriends. We do all make time for that. And we do all take the time to go on little trips, even if it's just a day or two to, you know, to take a week to go stay with your family and work with your family. I, I can say that I can respect and appreciate that that's the culture we're building. Even if yes. it's just the three of us and the two young women that we have currently on our bench, that's, that's the tone we're setting. That that is important. No, go take your vacation, go family take your first. time.
2: If and we, family comes we were first. first. Family like, first. I the other day um, it was somebody's birthday and they're like, well, we could do it. We're like, um, no, actually, mm-hmm. no, we're not doing yeah. that. It was Trey's birthday. It was Trey's
1: birthday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, but we can have... And they were like, no, no. I was like, you're right. You're right. Mm -hmm. Take it off the calendar. Go swift in the drawers for the birthday.
0: Indeed.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. So speaking of which, ladies, how do you recenter? How do you bring yourselves back to that zen so we can get down to work and complete these contracts? What do you do outside of, you know... it it may not be everyone doesn't have the opportunity to take a lavish trip or be a self-indulgent. So what's something low, high touch, low cost that you do to recenter back to the work?
2: I really, when I start thinking about um, future generations it's easy for me to recenter. So, and even if I'm thinking about my future, future kids or kids 120, you know, years from now, that's easy but but i'm really talking about my nieces and nephews like current day Mm -hmm. if i think about them and i'm like you know what it whether it is financial stability for me grinding to say that my little niece won't ever have to worry about taking out a student loan debt because i'm gonna make sure that's paid off that if it's um if it's teaching them or leading by example for them to see like oh, you know, she's doing this and this and I see her doing this and she's putting, you know, this book out. Like it gives them an example that we didn't necessarily have, not because our, our people before us weren't talented. It's just they didn't have that opportunity and that space to do it, you know? Um, right. So, yeah, that's what really motivates me. And then I, you know, I go to sleep and I say, okay. I was
1: about to say, that's so noble, friend. I take a nap.
2: I I was going
0: to say, yeah, I I love, (laughs) I love a nap. And then I just, Mm. I unplug. I mean, I just kind of have to step away from the consumption of media, step away from a lot and just try to So when I step away from the consumption of media, the only thing that I allow myself typically are kind of self helpy podcasts and those help me to refocus and then I'll listen to them and then I'll jot down little quotes and y'all, if y'all see my bathroom mirrors, there's post-its everywhere, you know, just write down my little affirmations and just try to. Just try to take it down a notch, but okay, what see, it? Kelly, this is where we always splinter.
1: Just right. when I think we're on the same lane, you go to Classyville, <laughs> and I'm going straight to wretchedness Because yes, I unplug. I get off of Facebook. I get off of Instagram. I like completely unplug from social. I stop watching the news. But you know what I'm doing instead? I'm watching Love and Hip Hop. Oh I'm girl. watching Married at First Sight. Girl. I'm listening to the read. I am listening. I to love as the much Guilty trash as I can to make my brain stop and I and, and probably uh, kill a few brain cells. That's what I'm doing.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm.
1: that's what you're talking. That's, 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 that's fair. Yeah, yeah. So, ladies, so to wrap this up, what would you love to see? for Goodstock in the next five to 10 years. What does what does this look like for you? What does our relationship, our business look like?
2: Well, you already know, I, I see Goodstock fully being a eight figure company. I've always you know. said
0: that. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: I see that for us, multi-million de- dollars. And I see us um, seeding other companies to do the same exact thing. Um, I see us on a federal level and also keeping though our state and local um, grip. But I see us doing some, some big moves, but I've always said that. Yeah, I remember when I got that, you said I was manic that day. <laughs> <got so> it's <laughs> like, but, but in that excitement, but look at this though, okay, Kim. Okay. Yes. That was January, I remember exactly that was January, 2020. I got this crazy idea about this um, disparities disruptor and wanting to have some accountability tied. Yeah. And that spiraled into and shaped itself down to Department of Equity. Yeah, we are now talking to some heavy-hitting people
0: mm-hmm.
2: about getting this into a workable framework that we can move forward with. So absolutely. So yeah, that's what I see. Eight figures. Everybody, everybody, listen. <laughs> Kelly, what
0: about you? <laughs> You know, I'd say the same. I, I You know, first of all, I, I think that we're going to be here. You know, unlike a lot of other small businesses that start and, and fail in five years, we're definitely going to be here for the long haul. Yeah. And I do see us having... um you know, a footprint and a presence in different regions across the country. You know, right now we're pretty Southeast centric, you know, with New York and a little um, Midwest sprinkles. But I'd love for us to have a good stock hub on the West Coast, a good stock hub in New York City, a good stock hub down South, which is the, the, the original good stock. You know, I'd like to see offshoots where we just have folks, who I mean where we bought, to to Kim's famous quote we've we've brought the bench you know and so we'll have a bench of different folk running and doing the work of good stock around the country and quite frankly globally so yeah. that's that's what I would like to see us doing in the next 5 to 10 years
1: I would, so to piggyback, I think you guys uh, capture it beautifully, I would love to see that in a space that represents good stock. So not just the concept or the idea, but to manifest a concrete brick and mortar of what good stock means. So even if it's a co-work space, even if it's just an office building for just three of us, but I think, I know we're moving into an age where tech matters and you don't, you can work from home, you don't need a space, but there's something about seeing a space when you walk into it, you see thought leaders, you see thinkers, innovators, you see women of all colors that are all committed to equity yeah and whatever Mm -hmm. industry that means but they all come together in a joint space and they share space and food and laughs and cries in order to change the world and that's what i see for goodstock a building in which when you walk in you feel that energy and you walk out feeling inspired to do something different so y'all better buckle up because some shit about to happen
2: it's I see, see I, it's oddly and completely out of our wheelhouse per se. I see us even shaping um, movie creation and, and show. You know, we talked about um, real housewives and all this kind of stuff. Oh, um, yeah. Married at First Sight, literally making health literacy bold. cool. Mm hmm. You know what I mean? Edutaining. And, Edutaining. That's our thing. Entertainment. Edutainment. Edutainment.
0: Edutainment.
2: And, and really putting out there and pitching to a producer saying, hey, let's do this. We're, not what we're doing pimple poppers. Not to say that's whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, But mm-hmm. let's talk about stuff and, and start to have this not be a marriage in medicine where we're talking about more drama than than. Pimple. No drama. Right? We're talking about let's make this a child did y'all hear about this and we're talking about things that impact black and brown communities the work educating about um what programs are out there but it's not so sterile that it seems like a fake scripted thing it literally just mm-hmm. it's like a Yanla going around like that for work but for work and on the, on the <laughs>
0: professional
2: yes mm-hmm. um, yes yamla. yes yes i just
1: want to watch y'all drama I don't want, I don't want my drama. No, no, no. (laughs) All right, y'all. Well, it's time to be bothered because there are some things to be bothered about. (laughs) So this entrepreneur thing is really no joke, especially when living our double, triple, quadruple lives of multiple jobs and home roles. So lady, what's the words of advice that you would share with other our future entrepreneurs? And I'll start. I'll start. So Mm -hmm. I will tell you guys, friends that are listening, start with your passion because at times that's all you got. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're going to need to keep you going. So if you like baking, think about it. Are you passionate about baking? Are you committed to baking? Does baking keep you up at night? Mm -hmm. Can a good ass cake make you cry? Would you spend your last dollar on flour? Could Mm -hmm. you bake for ten hours without a profit? Are you willing to sacrifice time with your family, time with your friends, to bake? If you can answer yes to all of those questions, then y'all jump in because the fire is hot, the iron is hot right now. There are so many opportunities for minority entrepreneurs, and especially those that have solid, high quality products. So if you Mm -hmm. are thinking about it, jump on
0: in, make it happen. Mm -hmm. You know, what I'd add on there, Kim, is just to be clear, be clear about your priorities. What is it that you want to do as it relates to your passion? Get clear about it and just write it down. It doesn't have to be a fancy business plan, but just be clear about this is the direction that I'm heading into. The other thing, and this is something that we've talked about throughout this conversation, We all wear multiple hats and juggle multiple roles. Your calendar is your friend and set them alerts. Y'all, once you cross 40, you'll be forgetting stuff. Mm -hmm. Set them calendar alerts. And the other thing, and this is probably most important, and it might sound cliche, but it's so true. Give yourself grace and allow yourself to make mistakes because as you make the mistakes, and we've made a lot of them as a trio, but as you're making the mistakes, you're learning and growing. So just give yourself and the space and the latitude to do that so that you can continue to grow in the goodness of whatever it is that you choose to do.
2: All right. And I would say um, in a very ADHD kind of clamored way, um, for one, you can either live out someone else's dream or you can leave, live your dream. So like Kim told them in the very beginning, um, I don't see myself working for you in five years. That's that's somebody else's dream that came to life that said we want people to work for us. Well, this is our dream. We want, you know, now we want people to work for us too. Yeah. Right? Um so right. don't be afraid to go out on a limb on that and know your worth. Just like I said, in the very beginning, we didn't know our worth. Mm-hmm. We were greatly undercutting ourselves. But I don't yep. think it's, it's I don't think even think it's knowing your worth in terms of financial gain. I think it's knowing your worth in terms of literally when you walk into a room, be confident that if you don't see anyone that looks like you, don't get intimidated by that. Know that that's because you that one. You that-, that.
0: You're meant to be there. Right.
2: And the fact that that when you open your mouth, then you're gonna bring a perspective that no one else can ever study in a book to get every lived experience that you live through from childhood traumas to childhood joys to like literally everything shapes exactly yeah. who you are and what your life purpose is supposed to be. So trust that is good enough. Trust that you are smart enough to be in that room. Trust that, yeah. If you fail along the way, that's okay. It's all you good. Just, Get up. Keep on walking. Yeah, um, yeah. And and don't be afraid to reach out and ask for help. Right. Because again, Jocelyn and Shashini, people who are now coming up underneath right. us, we really our main focus with them is to say, now we want y'all to learn as much as you're gonna learn. And then we want y'all to start y'all's own thing because y'all mm-hmm. really can. Because y'all are brilliant. Let's brilliant. do it and, and stay ready. ready.
1: Right. Always ready. Yeah. Plant the
2: seed, water the seed,
1: and watch it grow. Absolutely, absolutely. Kelly, close us out. This was so good. I feel this like I good. I, it's always good to talk to y'all, but Kidstock has really been a baby and a brainchild. So I sincerely appreciate y'all for allowing me to put
0: legs to a dream. So
1: thank you, ladies.
0: Thank you. I feel like we got to have a moment
1: right yes. now. Yes. Listen, um. if y'all ever need a kidney, I'm first on the line. I'm first online. You only got two, so there you go. There you go. Right. <laughs> we'll pull straws. Right. <laughs>
0: Thank you, Gail. Thank you, Gail. So to our listeners, (laughs) please keep listening to the B-Word Unpacked and tell us what you thought about the episode in the comment section below. And also, and we genuinely mean this, y'all, let us know if there's a B-Word that you want us to unpack in the future. There are so many B-Words that we haven't even tackled or thought about. So please send them our way. Until the next time, take care of yourselves, pursue those entrepreneurial dreams, and... Let's, keep, Let's unpacking. keep unpacking. Thank you for unpacking another B-Word with Kelly Kim and Ebony. Follow the B-Word on Instagram at the B-Word Unpacked and follow Goodstock Consulting on Facebook and YouTube. Learn more about Goodstock at www.goodstockconsulting.com.